Let's be radically honest. There's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach Ranchel Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Welcome everyone, whether you're here live with us today or joining, super excited to have you here with me. I have an incredible guest, uh, Dr. Dolores. Uh, and and I hope I, I shorted to Dr. Dolores. So I just do that automatically. And, uh, you know, of course, let me, I will be more formal in a moment. My apologies. Uh, we were talking just as we were going live about my new obsession with it, which is chat GPT. And, you know, I think we should one day just do a, a live, like take up, up all of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, right? Like, cause that would be so much fun. Uh, so much fun. So Dr. Dolores, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with here um, with me today. I cannot wait, cannot wait for you to pour your brilliance into uh, the audience. So thank you so much for being here. Well, Ranchel, thank you so much for having me. It's it's a real pleasure to be here as, as well. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we are going to talk today about trusting yourself in the midst of chaos and uh, with Dr. Fazino, see that it will, you know, af- absolutely need to give her kudos for that. And so today we're going to even talk a little bit about that. So let me start, of course, by sharing um, uh, the bio, um, uh, your bio, please. And thank you. I'm stumbling with my words today. <laughs> you know, this is great. We're live. And I'm like, oh, what do I say? What do I say? So let's start. <laughs> so. <laughs> With a fascinating career spanning, uh, spanning over four decades in the healthcare industry, Dr. Fazino has aided in over 10,500 surgical procedures, working alongside luminaries such as Dr. Bernie Siegel, a global expert in cancer treatment and holistic medicine. I do hope that I, I uh, pronounced that correctly. Dr. Fazina uses her innate intuitive abilities and empathic sensitivity to bring about transformative healing that goes beyond the physical realm. In today's noise-filled world, it's easy to become overwhelmed by external stimuli, resulting in stress and anxiety. And Dr. Fazino believes the key to combating this lies within us, our own inner wisdom. And so in this episode, she's going to guide us on how to slow down, tune into our inner selves, and listen to that gentle voice guiding us through life's chaos. And so without further ado, uh, you know, would love to have you just, um, you know, I'll start by just asking the question of how did you go from where you were, right, mm-hmm. to where you are right now? Because you're combining, I mean, this is my world, combining, I, mm-hmm. I refer to as science and spirituality, but I'm always interested to hear people's stories around that as well. So if you don't oh, mind, my God. Great. Absolutely. And of course, there is a story with that, Ranchel, because, you know, a lot of times we all grow up in different circumstances and, you know, you really can't figure out what's going on to your way into your future. And you can look back and see how all the dots lined up to get you where you need to be. So my, my humble beginnings began when I was a youngster, I was born an empath, intuitive and highly sensitive person. And my parents 
didn't know what to do with me because I'm in my 60s now. So figure 65 years ago, everybody, you know, children had to be seen a certain way. They had to be in little boxes. They had to be behave, well-behaved, quiet, not feel, God forbid, in our family, we weren't allowed to feel at all. My mom's demo was like, ignore it. It'll get, it'll go away. But you know, sometimes when you're an empath intuitive, it's a law of attraction. What you resist persists. It was growing bigger. So for me, I channeled all my energy and creativity and emotion into music. Believe Mm -hmm. it or not, I was on a pathway to become a concert clarinetist. And in the 11th hour, I changed course of studies. But what was going on in tandem with that, my father had been very ill from the time I was in second grade to probably a junior in high school. What had happened for him is that he ended up having back surgery in the 1960s, mid-1960s, got a hospital-acquired infection, nearly died, was on his deathbed, was in the hospital for over two months. He did recover. But... Every time, you know, from 1970 to 75, when his immune system got compromised, he would step into this whole sequela where he would get violently ill, have to be in the hospital, have to have major surgery and be on his deathbed. So for me, my life was an emotional roller coaster when you, you know, from grade school to high school, and then top on top of that, mom doesn't allow you to feel or even talk about things. Right. (laughs) What's a girl to do? So you channel that into music. Yeah. So what had happened was the last time that my dad had one of these episodes was in 1975. And this was the fourth episode that he had had. And at that time in 1975, the CAT scanner was the was just on the horizon as a new diagnostic tool for the beginnings of modern medicine as we know it today. So they put my dad underneath that CAT scanner and lo and behold, they found out where those infections were stemming from. It was where he had his previous surgery back in 1966. So their solution was he was gonna have to have major surgery like a spinal fusion, which in 1975 was in its neophyte stages of development, meaning it came with very high risk. So you could either die, not get better, or you'd be paralyzed. My mom was having having nothing to do with it. She had, you know, she yeah. just was so frustrated with Western medicine that she started doing some research. And you know, you got to understand back in the 1970s, we didn't have Google or WebMD or anything that we have today. Right. The lay, the lay person used to get a lot of their information from the little magazines that used to come around. Well, this one rag, rag that I call it was um, the National Enquirer, <laughs> where she found out this piece of information. Yeah. So in that episode, you know, in, in, in the National Enquirer at that time, there was a man from Cairo, Michigan, who was a Presbyterian minister who had the gift of laying on of hands was being... Um, feature article written about him because he was assistive in helping his brother heal from leukemia. So he was being featured and written up about this. My mom was fascinated about this and going on further, Reverend Holmes had been doing this work in 1975 for close to 25 years. So he had been doing it since the 1950s. Yeah. So, of course, this was considered quackery in the 1970s, but my mom was desperate. She was looking for possibilities. 
So my father was the biggest skeptic. He said, only if the surgeon said it was okay. So it just so happened my parents were in the hospital because my dad was in the hospital. And uh, my mom went out to the nurse's station. There was a doctor surgeon sitting there in his all his glory, writing his notes and stuff. And my mom goes up to him and announces, you know, doctor, I'm thinking about having a spiritual healer come in to assist my husband. Would that be okay? Doctor looked up without missing a beat, said, sure, that would be fine. So my mom went back to my dad's room, shared that news with my father, who was the biggest skeptic, and he agreed. Not 10 minutes went by, Ranchelle. My mom went back out to that nurse's station, and she made the announcement to the surgeon that she said, my husband is going to have, you know, agreed to have the spiritual healer come in. The surgeon looked up at her and said, what are you talking about? I never agreed to that. So this is where there's like things happening behind the scenes. Right. A month later, Reverend Holmes came to our humble abode in Connecticut. That's where I grew up. And my siblings, I'm the oldest of four, and my two grandmothers, my mother and my father were there with Reverend Holmes, and my dad was sitting in a chair. He was barefoot, and I don't know how Reverend Holmes knew this, but he just was a real magical type of guy. I just remember him meeting him, and it was just like he was the most humble, and you could just feel the love and appreciation just pouring from him, and it was just, it, it was like, it was like this serene peace and he said to my dad joe i noticed one of your legs is shorter than the other and that was true i don't know how he knew this but he knew my dad was barefoot my dad did have a leg length discrepancy and wore a lift he had my father raise both his feet up and sure enough there was a one inch gap adam put his feet down and then touched my dad's solar plexus, his belly and the top of his head and started saying some prayers and quoting some scripture. Not three minutes went by and he said, now put both your feet up. And I kid you not, Ranchell, they were both the same length. My life changed forever in that moment. At the age of 17, I was going to be a concert clarinetist. And I decided at that point, this is where I needed to go into healthcare to bridge the gap between what can be seen and what can't be seen. But what is invisible and what is visible. My father started sobbing like a baby, like I've never witnessed, because remember, he was a skeptic. He yeah. needed to see some proof that something was happening. More prayers were said over my father, and my father was instructed to lie down and sleep and rest, which he did. And he slept for close to 24 hours because as we know, any type of energy work we do on a person, your body needs to recalibrate itself and reintegrate things and process. It's just like get a computer getting a downloaded program. You need to reboot yourself. So it's a, you're, you're more equilibrated to a higher frequency. My dad returned a month later for a repeat CAT scan. No evidence of the disease never had to have surgery, never had to revisit that problem. And he passed away about 12 years ago at the age of 80. Wow, that is amazing. I mean, I, um, I've i fully embraced my spirituality at a, at a young age yeah. um, and have heard, read about this. Uh, and, and it's funny, I'm actually studying metaphysics right now. I've just oh, cool. got my, <laughs> my bachelor's degree. I'm working on, um, um, on my master's now. Get your and, doctorate too. 
so and my doc yes that, that's yeah, yes yes I'm able to be a doctor as well and so yes, you are. Um, and uh and so I know it's possible and I've not yet uh actually met someone in the flesh that experienced this so I'm kind of like I've got this you know this crush on you and your dad and then the doctor right now because because I know that it is possible so that what a fantastic story thank you so much um for sharing that with me and at a young age I mean you were 17 and, and it was in the 70s when, oh my God. It was um, just like, people would look at you like you had three eyes. Well, I do, you know, <laughs> I have a third eye, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, and that's so true. Um, even uh, now, you know, I talked, uh, what's, oh, it says 2020, I did an event uh, in, so I live in, in Alberta in Red Deer, and I wanted to do an event that married the very practical, you know, how people women do women's conferences and my very, what I, up in that time, I closeted woohoo side. So I had <laughs> feng shui experts there and uh, Reiki masters uh, working on the energy in the room and, and, you know, and picked the right colors and had all the elements and brought all of my people in. And the experience was so amazing. And afterwards people said, I've never been to a conference like that. And I'm like, oh, correct. Cool. You have not because it's the marrying of the two, right? Of the science. Oh, it is. You know, and you got to remember that everything's good by itself. But when you start combining things together, they're very synergistic. Okay. So it's like the one plus one equals three theory. Everything's good by itself, but it's just like when you combine them, it's like that's where the magic is. Yeah, uh, and that is amazing. And so um, before we go to our first break, I'd love for you, you know, because you're talking about the chaos and, um, you know, often, often we have, we, we talk about and share things from other experiences. And so it, what, what would be, I guess, one little thing that you could share with us before we could go to break about that chaos and, 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 and finding in the midst of chaos, really what we're seeking. Right? Oh, my God, you know, sometimes, if you're a very sensitive person, I tend to, I'm an empath, intuitive and highly sensitive person. So I feel things at a very deep and very pronounced level than the average person. So sometimes walking into a busy room is like overwhelm for me. And this is like what I call a lot of chaos happening. (laughs) It's energetic because, you know, our thoughts, our beliefs, who we are, are all forms of energy. It's just a different denseness. Our physical body is a density, that's an energy. Our thoughts are more like radio waves, emotions are radio waves, everything else is radio waves. It's it's like when you think about somebody and you haven't heard from them or talked to them in a while, and then all of a sudden in the next minute or so, the phone rings and it's them. I know a lot of people have had that experience. That's how quick energy works. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And you know, I love talking about um, uh, this, because I've been so surprised in my experience of I've I've had a show now for just over a year. Uh, To me, this is just the way that it is, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I was uh, fortunate enough that, you know, I was introduced to Alateen when I was 14. And so introduced to a higher power and then introduced to, you know, a plethora of people along the way that talked about spirituality and talked about science. And so, you know, uh, I'm excited to have you here because I know for some of the listeners, uh, this might be the first time they heard this. And so that always makes me so excited, uh, so excited to hear mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to take our first break. And then afterwards, we'll come back and have you share a little bit more uh, with what with regards to talking about. Because you've used three words, uh, which is you used your empathic in nature, 
intuitive and highly sensitive. And so I'm interested to hear you uh, speak about those three things, because what I just realized as you were talking was I lump those together and they're very different. And so when we get back, I'd love for you to explain the differences between those uh, those three things. And so let's take our first break first. Thank you. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. My guest today is Dr. Dolores Fazino, and we were talking earlier about, um, she was sharing with us the, about being an empath, highly sensitive and intuitive. And I was sharing before break that, you know, I've always lumped those three things because um, I refer to myself the same way, but I've lumped them as three. And the message that I received um, while you were speaking was to be very clear as to ask you to share the differences. And so if you could share that, that'd be so fantastic. Oh, absolutely, Ranchel. First of all, let's talk about being intuitive. Okay. It's almost like when you, we all, we all have that capability to be intuitive, okay? I'm gonna define it as being on a continuum. Sometimes it's very developed and sometimes it's not that development developed, but we've done it before, probably in previous lifetimes for those of us who believe in that, because it's a gift that keeps coming back. When you're intuitive, it's like you are in touch with your inner knowingness, that little voice within yourself that, that tells you things. It's like um, your barometer, your true North Star. That's what I call it. And I define it as. Interestingly enough, when you're intuitive, you're actually in your body. Okay? Because this is where it kicks in. When you're in your body, that means you're in the present moment. When you're in the present moment, you get to experience everything right here, right now. That is where you're able to access that inner wisdom. 
You have to be in your body. And a lot of times people aren't, they're in their heads. They're thinking they're, you know, deciding, they're worrying, they're, you know, stressed out. I call them talking heads because energetically I could see people's auras and it's just like their energy fields like huge here and there's like nothing in the body. So there are kind of, there's a disconnect. So it's about reconnecting with that. So if you're an intuitive, you probably know things that happened before you can't, you're probably a little more grounded than the usual person. Now let's talk about being an empath. Okay. An empath is somebody who feels things at a very deep level level okay meaning that you could go into a room and pretty much feel the essence of what was left there before if there was an argument or maybe a wedding or a party you could feel that energy for me I realized that I would step into a room and I'd go through 50 shades of emotion and I'm thinking to myself oh my god what the heck is going on this this was before I knew what I know now Because it was so overwhelming for me because I didn't, you know, I'm feeling these things, but I wasn't really, you know, upset or anything, but I would feel that and it would influence me. What I learned through that is like when you are empathic, you have boundaries that are kind of uh, dovetailing with where you end and something else begins. So sometimes there's like this crossover of energy that comes into your space. Energetic boundaries are a big issue for people like us because we need to have clear ones and be aware of that where we end and something else begins because our natural tendency, and this is unconscious, is that we will take on other stuff and make it ours and try to fix it for other people, which is not what we're supposed to be doing. It's exhausting. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. And then we talk about, we talked about the empath intuitive and a highly sensitive person just they're super keyed in so the highly sensitive person the empath probably dovetail together a little more so they just feel things um they sense things it's very challenging for them to be in a lot of group settings where there's like all this energy flying around because it's like they're really tapped into what i call collective consciousness Right. Okay, that means like it's a whole big pool of everything that's ever happened, but and they are just in it and they could feel everything as if it's their stuff and it's not. Yeah, absolutely. does that does that make I'm, sense? I love the explanation of that because I'm uh, I am all three and yeah. but have never I guess taken the time to sort out in words right <laughs> the difference. Uh, and so I, and I, and so I love that and absolutely. And, you know, and, and the confusion that you can have is, so I'm, you know, 50, 55 this year. Yeah. And so, you know, when I was younger, again, you know, it was, uh, having what now I would call an anxiety attack or just being extremely uncomfortable around people yep. and no reason for it. Right. And then just so, and then of course, dealing with family, the family members who aren't like that or, uh, you know, being <laughs> in, in school, you know, and being around so many people in school and I, and I didn't like school, um, because of that, but I didn't know that until I got older and I was like, Oh, that makes so much well, sense. It makes complete sense. And, you know, that's experiencing all that was probably part of what you needed to learn as a human being as well. So it's like sometimes, you know, the first 30 years of our lives, it's like we're going through all these motions and surviving our childhood or whatever that is. And then you kind of your next 30 years, it's kind of you're looking back and saying, oh, 
and you're learning so much more about yourself at a deeper level that you're able to look at that and realize, okay, that really wasn't me. Now I'm really embracing who I truly am without this cloud of, you know, stuff that's not mine. <laughs> Energetic. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And so then when you, when you uh, speak to trusting yourself, um, what would be, I guess, points of for one to consider? How do you move from a place of, like, you know, as an example, when I was a child and having all these feelings and, and then, and then, so there's this distrust that develops, right? There's this, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. There's something wrong with me. Um, you know, I'm not enough. And, and I know that that's a common story with a lot of empathics um, and intuitives and highly sensitives. And so how would you, what would you suggest the point to start? Where does you know, one start to learn how to yeah. trust? Yeah. You know, the, the other thing too, it's like, you have to remember that everything starts with us. So uh, us, mm-hmm. and, you know, I think the biggest thing and the most important thing is just to breathe because so many of us don't breathe. It's just like, we're shallow breathing because we're anxious, but it's like when you take your breath in and you really inhale, it's like you're bringing life force into your physical body that helps you ground in your physical body. Okay. Um, Being in your body is like one of the most important things that that you could do to establish trust. Now, you know, we have to remember it's baby steps. It could be very overwhelming, especially many of us have had different experiences where we were betrayed or we've had a lot of stuff happen where we just don't trust ourselves. I mean, I was there too. What I found over time was that, you know, being on the intuitive side, I would kind of have a, a gut feeling about something. And the times that I didn't acknowledge that or, or follow it, I live to regret it. And that started happening more and more until I realized, you know what? I have to, I have to love myself enough to trust that. Because it's trying to help me, yet I'm in big resistance to it. Yeah. Yeah. And we, what you said is, is so key, which is we have to love ourselves to trust ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was um, uh, certainly a mic drop moment. I was calling like the writer downers, right? The things that, you know, we think that there's something outside of ourselves. So what do I need to do? You know, which is what was uh, along the lines of the question that I was asking. And what you said was so simple, um, breathe, right? Mm-hmm. And so because if we're breathing and we're in touch with our breathing, then we're with, with then we're in our body and then we're in our present moment which uh, is so very important because there are so many times of the day, of course, that we're either in our future or in our past memories. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, piggybacking onto that, Ranchel, it's like, we've been programming in a site. Okay. I got Gracie here. She's my, she's my familiar. (laughs) She's my baby. She's my boo. Um, Oh no, no, no. (laughs) I love you too. You can sit right there. You can sit right here. Um, I think what happens for for many of us is that we disconnect ourselves from ourselves. And when we do that, it's like one of the ways that this happens a lot is that in our society, we've been programmed that we always have to be in motion doing something in order to 
be considered a productive member of society. I remember hearing this growing up, you know, idle hands and then, you know, you know, would do this or, or the other thing too. It's like, if you're sitting around, you're being lazy, you weren't doing anything, which we know now is not true. Okay. We've been duped into believing that being or doing continuously is the way to success. And it's not, it's like the quickest way to creating stress, fatigue, um, take a step further, decreasing your immune system and also creating disease and unwellness. Okay. Yeah. You know, talk about like the big moment when we, you know, we had the pandemic that was like the natural way to possibly reset everything because for two weeks, the whole world was on lockdown. They couldn't do, they had to be. But what was an interesting observation was that how difficult it was for people to stay still mm-hmm. and not do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love that, right? So very, very true. Um, I agree with you when we talk about, you know, the uh, the, the whole pandemic thing being uh, the opportunity for reset. And I've often said, when you have billions of people on the planet saying I wish the world could just slow down and I wish I could just stay <laughs> home and I could I could I could get paid to stay home and I and I didn't have to leave to go to work and I didn't have to do this and I have to do that and that's like oh the magic fairy dust and there you go <laughs> there you go and then and it was go. it was I found it comical <laughs> because this would have been the most opportune time I mean you're going to be by yourself basically okay and it's about what an opportunity to get to know you right? and have a relationship with yourself. But for some people that scares the bejeebers out of them. They can't yeah. be by themselves and they have to do what they can to distract themselves from themselves. So yeah. it was a real huge observation, but you know, having a relationship with yourself is like the most fundamental thing you could ever do. I mean, that's yeah. like, you know, try it, treating yourself as if you were, your best friend, because we treat people on the external way better than we treat ourselves. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you know it's like your self-talk, what you're talking about to yourself. You know, you know what you say to yourself. Yeah. yeah <laughs> sometimes absolutely. it's not, sometimes it's not pretty guilty. Not we're, we're all guilty of that. Right, and right. the thing is, is that, you know, what's really Amazing is this, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to, I think this is important to share. So I'm going to share it. You bet. You know, our bodies are made of like close to 80% water. Okay. So there was some work done by Dr. Mazero Emoto. He Mm -hmm. was a scientist from Japan. He had passed away probably about 10 years ago, but he was very instrumental in looking at the studying of water when you label it with you know, like love, hate, war, peace, freezing that, looking at the crystal formations under a microscope. What would you imagine? Beauty and love. These were these beautiful symmetrical crystal formations, hate and war and anything else that's not high vibrating. They were fractured, deformed, and just not very pretty. Now, take that a step further. Remember we said we're we're 80% water? Yeah. What are you saying to yourself? Right. I hate myself. What are you creating in your physical body? Right. All that stuff. 
all of that. So guess so. what? That's not helping your health and well-being, <laughs> right? Exactly. Right. That's something simple that you could do. And, you know, yes, I'm going to say for some people, it's a challenge. 100%. 100%. And you know what? Sometimes you just have to have be courageous and brave enough to take that first step to start. Once you realize you're doing it, then you can do something about it. You can change that in a moment. Yeah. That's Love all that. it takes. Yeah. I love that. Well, and we'll uh, talk to that. So let's go for our next um, break here. When we get back, I want to hear a little bit more about the, um, the, your journey through balancing. So I use the words balance as a harmony. Maybe there's a better word between the science and the spirituality. So I'm, oh, I'm I've got some great stories to tell you. I'm fascinated <laughs> with that. So let's go to our next break. Thank you. Oh, and I, my cat just Many loves it. Many of us it. view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchel Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchell Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. I love this. So Dr. Dolores' kitty cat is, for those of you who are not watching us on TV, um, is busy being here with us, and I love animals, so I'm very comfortable. With it. <laughs> He's batting away at her. Is like, uh, mom, you're not paying enough attention to yeah, me. I so, know. Yeah, right. She's love a, it. She's, yeah. a, she's a big love bug, so yeah. right. Yeah. I love it. Um, when coming back, I wanted to ask you with regards to the, like the harmonization between the two. But you know, before we do that, uh, because I don't want to in the end be rushed. Uh, with regards to your practice, like so, I, I, a couple of questions. First and foremost, um, do, are you accepting clients? Like, what does that look like in your business and your practice? How do people work with you? Um, so let's just—I'm going to cut right to the chase with that because I think it's sure. I'm the most fascinating between those two, between the balance of the two. Yeah, you know, uh, people come to me when they're ready to to make some changes in their lives, or what I call they're sick and tired of being sick and tired whether it's a physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, I also add and dimensional because yeah. sometimes we got some other things going on that are carryovers from another time and place right. or a future time and place. Um, and I usually work virtually and um, I facilitate 
what I mean is this, is I don't do the work for you. I will help you get reconnected to who you are so you could start making the right choices for who you are and your life. Okay. It, you know, it's not about doing it for you or giving you a recipe. I'm teaching you how to tap into your inner wisdom to get the right answers for you. And that. so you're learning, you're learning a tool and, and gaining strength in your, your ability to be intuitive. Yeah, this is beautiful. I think that's, um, I think it's such a powerful way for people to show up when you, you find a guide, right, who empowers you to learn how to navigate all the things that we need to, to navigate. And so I love that you added uh, both the past life stuff and the future life. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people talk about that. So, you know, well, you, so you know, in Ranchell, everything's happening right here, right now in this moment. And I know this is going to be a little abstract, maybe for the audience, but um, linear time no longer exists. Right. Past, present and future. You know, people talk about the pole shifting in 2012. The, the poles that shifted was linear time. Linear time was past, present and future. The pole shifted past, present and future all at the same time. So not only is it happening right here, right now, your past is happening right now, your future, also previous lifetimes, future lifetimes. So what you do in this moment has a tendency to heal the past, but also create the future. Yeah, uh, that's so huge. And so let's just say that again. So what you do in this moment can heal the past and the future. Absolutely. Yeah. Because when everything's happening all at the same time, that's what you have. You only have this moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's beautiful. And a little and positioned a little bit differently than uh, the times that I've heard different things. Right. And so um, so I've been talking lots about uh, when we're bringing our past memory in, you know, into our present, uh, we um, can't heal the we can't heal the past. And so, but I'd love you to share your thoughts on that, because perhaps there's a new way to look at that. Oh, absolutely. Um, I believe, and I know this is true because I speak from my own personal journey and the work that I've done for myself personally, because I, you know, I'm a firm believer that I like to walk my talk when I work with clients. I don't expect people to do things that I've never done or experienced myself. Right. Um, that's just how I roll. And I'm a continuous student in that. I just returned from a a week up in Mount Shasta last week and had an incredible healing experience there. Um, But it's about healing the past. I I could even share my experience up at Mount Shasta because what what happened up there for me is um, I've had a lifelong history of being in a lot of resistance. Mm -hmm. And to the extent that it's kind of, interfering with a lot of things in my life currently. And so I'm in my mid sixties now. And, um, and so, you know, it's time to, I'm, I'm ready to, I've learned, I felt like I learned what I needed to learn from that. So, you know, for those people who are not familiar with Mount Shasta, Mount Shasta, Maui, and also um, Sedona are three power points that are, when they triangulate, there's like a, the Lemurian energies there. And, Mount Shasta is actually the home of an etheric city called Telos, which is an underground city. And um, it does exist. I've witnessed it. I've been there. Um, And it's very powerful. 
and it is very um, healing. So when you're doing vibrational work and that type of work there, you are going into higher dimensions so you could actually heal. When you're in a higher dimension, it's almost like the programs of the lower dimensions are not vibrating at the same frequency as the higher dimensions. Right. So it's a lot easier to go and access it that way and go back and just be a witness to it, not having to re-experience everything. And just pretty much like flipping switches. That's how I call it. And it's just like it transforms. Um, on the mountain, believe it or not, this is kind of funny. They had an abundance of snow this year, more so than they've had in a long time. And so we had to go to some of the power pot spots on the mountain that are, um, you know, there was still 15 feet of snow. So we had to snowshoe in and stuff like that, which was pretty cool. Okay. Um yeah. And, you know, part of my journey was that, you know, I ended up tweaking my ankles. So that was a big, big thing with me because, you know, for me, physical resistance is like planting your feet in and digging in. So it's yeah. just like, yeah, it's <laughs> like I was etherically stuck, you know, like in resistance. So right. it was really cool to move through that because once we were there, um, you know, I went with a guide and who takes people up there. And she said, I, I said, you know, I'm closing my eyes and I'm seeing like Ascended Master Hilarion and I'm seeing all these green lights, you know, green like lights coming through. And she's over there. Oh, yeah. As soon as you you um, tweaked your ankle, I asked him to come. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, yeah, he's here. Yeah. He was helping assist with that. But the thing is, you know, the, a lot of times we carry things physically in our body that are just trapped energy from not only this lifetime, but the culmination of other lifetimes as well. So long story short, what happened is that um, I was asked if I wanted to really release that. And I was like, yes, I'm ready to release that. And as soon as I said that, I, I witnessed myself when I closed my eyes, seeing this beautiful violet and magenta and purple color, like I've never seen in hues, like in, in actual human life. And I could see this violet flame with the magenta and everything just moving through my entire body all the way up. And then it just dissipated. But it was just like it was the most powerful thing I've ever, ever experienced. That's amazing. I have I have chills. I'm yeah. sure that's as well. It's, so the thing is, it's like, yes, getting back to circling back to what you're saying, you can heal stuff from the past, from the past lifetime right here, right now. And maybe, you know, there was another time at this time and place, an age that maybe in another lifetime, something had happened and it's like, okay, it's the same setup, but you know, now you can heal it. I know yeah. that sounds really abstract, but it's just, that's kind of how it is. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're speaking my language. <laughs> um, and so, and after all, it is just about me. <laughs> 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 uh, and so I'm sure that uh, my audience, if not all of my audience, but certainly a, a great portion of the audience can relate, or um, I'm feeling uh, that at least there's a, a huge portion of the audience that's very intrigued about this, about the, the way that uh, that we're talking about, which I think is super, super exciting. And so um, 
And so absolutely, let's, you know, let's, uh, we'll, we'll go to our break just a, a few, um, like a minute early here. And, uh, and then we're going to wind this show up. And I just want you to share a little bit more about um, some of the, I guess, key points that you feel that we need to know in order for us to uh, really break through this, um, this chaos and just be in our present moment. And so, yeah, uh, let's, uh, let's go to break. Thanks. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. If you have enjoyed this as much as I have, I encourage all of you to join uh, Dr. Dolores and I on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, which is happening this Friday and Saturday. And you can just simply go to Clarity Confidence Connection com and uh, scroll below. There's about halfway through. It'll say, join the summit, June summit. <laughs> uh, join us there. Dr. Loros, do you uh, know what day and time that you are speaking? As a matter of fact, I do. I'm speaking on Friday. That is June 2nd. Second? Yeah. Yes, at yeah. 9.30 a.m. Excellent. And is that 9.30 a.m. Pacific time? I believe it's Pacific time. Pacific time. Okay, excellent. Good. Yeah, thank you very much. And if people wanted to, to get a hold of you, what would be the easiest and best way for people to get in touch with you? It is to email me at Dolores at drdoloresfazino.com. Excellent. And so we'll have that in the show notes for those of you who might be driving right now um, and you just need to come back. And I would love for you to connect with Dr. Dolores and uh, certainly check her out. Uh, she's at, uh, in her in the bio here that we have up in the show notes. We have her website there as well and other ways to connect with her. So I'm going to encourage you if you are intrigued. Um, if this just some of you are just like this makes perfect sense, uh, please reach out to her. I know that I'm super excited to have her as part of the summit uh, okay. and I get to have this conversation again. So I'm thrilled <laughs> to, be able to be able to do that. And so let's uh, talk about in this last as we're winding up the show. Um, you know, what would be a few things that you would want us to know before we end the day? You know, I think it's really important to remember the longest relationship you're ever going to have in your life is the one you have with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's always looking outside of themselves for, you know, they give their power away to things. And it's time to collect our power and bring it back to ourselves so we could be complete and whole. I think mindful activities important. And there's many ways to do that. It could be 
as structures at structured as a meditation, or it could be just sitting in nature, putting your feet on the earth and just feeling the earth. You noticed I had a pet here, Gracie. She's another, that's another way to stay grounded in the present moment. And just, that's a mindful activity. If you have children, grandchildren, they're the definition of in the moment. That's a mindful activity as, as well. It's like where you kind of lose sense of time and place and you're mm -hmm. just enjoying. It's like time will go by like this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, or the thing is time will stand still too. Mm -hmm. It's like, because time is one of those concepts that does that. <laughs> does that. Yeah, uh, that is, I love, I love that. Um, and so you're, you know, you're talking about mindfulness and, you know, it's so interesting that regardless of where I go and, and whether I'm, you know, studying in my metaphysics or I'm studying the universal laws, the message is the same. Um, you know, it's about having that mindfulness. It's about being in our present moments, about being aware of our thoughts, uh, how powerful we are. And yet we struggle with that. And so everyone, I'm just, I want to share with you, we didn't practice this at all. We didn't tell, I didn't, you know, share what kind of questions I was going to ask, but I'm being guided to ask you uh, an actual why question, which I very rarely ask. Okay. Why do you believe that it's um, so difficult or it feels or looks so difficult for the human species to grasp this? Well, I think that some people are here to wake up, some people are awake, and some people are here to be unawake. It's like there's three waves. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of people here who are awake, I think COVID really accelerated people waking up, but yet there's still people that are still sleeping. And, you know, maybe that's what they need to learn in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. They they may need to just experience that because they're growing, their soul's growing at that, whatever they need to, to grasp. That's why everything is perfect the way it is. Right. Because everybody's on their path and their journey, and we need to allow people just to be what they are who they are without judgment or criticism or anything like that and because it's all a growth opportunity um i think a lot of times we've witnessed a lot of people getting triggered i think the trigger effect is like way more accelerated than it's ever been mm -hmm. and i you know i want to just touch on that a little bit because I think that's a necessity because it could be used as a growth opportunity for everybody, because if we're being triggered by something, there's something that that person or situation is doing that it's an unhealed aspect of who we are inside. Because right. if it was neutral, it wouldn't bother you. So mm -hmm. instead of reacting to it, just say, hmm, is ponder on it. It's like, that's interesting. This is happening. I'm getting triggered. And why is that so? And just step within and just wait for the answer because sometimes it might be the tip of the iceberg of something really deeper. This right. is not really the situation, but it's the, the stuff that's a little deeper down. Yeah. You have to dig for that is where the gold nuggets are. So with that in mind too, you know, I talked about the violet flame a little bit. I mm -hmm. just want to just add that, you know, sometimes when you're feeling triggered or something, just invoke, just ask the violet flame to come through and transmute and transcend and transform that energy within you and in the other person and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Because 
things are happening quickly, Ranchelle, and you know that things, you know, you think about something, it's manifested even before the thought process is, is complete, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we're in a process of like quick things happening rapidly and quickly. And so healing could happen like just like that. It's like flipping a switch. It's a change of consciousness, change of an awareness. And that sometimes is enough to heal it. Yeah, I, I think that that's such a key uh, piece of it is the change of consciousness, the change of awareness that um, leads to and facilitates the, the healing, right? Um, if you know, uh, one of my favorite quotes from Wayne Dyer I use a lot is when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. Uh, Absolutely. Like 14 <laughs> or 15 when I heard that the first time, uh, maybe uh, possibly a little bit older. And uh, even at that, um, you know, immature level, you know, of a, of a young person, just understanding the profundity of that statement. And, you know, I talk about uh, the time with my clients and I lead a morning call and I, and we talk about triggers and every time there's a trigger to either take a moment and celebrate it. Cause it's like, there is energy there that I have the opportunity to go in and to, uh, you know, to, to, to neutralize. I'm going to use that word this time. I haven't used that word before, but to neutralize that energy around it. And so that it can be this opportunity of growth versus this opportunity of triggers. And so rather than giving it a meaning of it's bad or it's wrong, I'm triggered and that's I'm wrong or bad. It's like, oh, look at me. I was completely triggered by that person who cut me off in traffic or I was completely triggered by my partner, Rob, um, <laughs> or my mom or or yep. whatever. Right. Just or X, Y, Z. Does it really matter? What well, you know, Rachel, I, I say this. It's like when stuff like that happens, like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that. We're going to now adopt that. I promise you, I will oh give you God, kudos. Like, I'll give well, you kudos you know, for it's, it. It's, it's the truth, though, because you are getting upgraded. You are getting Yes. It's like when you hear the truth, you know it. Right, everyone? When you hear the exactly. truth, you know it. And so we absolutely um, positively get to uh, to have this upgrade. We have, uh, I think, less than a minute left. Uh, thank you so much for being here with me. One last imp um, words of wisdom uh, from your soul. I'd love for you to share with the audience one more thing, if you mm, don't mind. Absolutely. Just be kind to yourself. I think a lot of us are just not kind to ourselves yeah. and it's time that we need to make ourselves a priority mm. yeah i love that thank you so much again for joining me i know that you're <laughs> very busy and so i just appreciate you taking time for myself and the audience thanks so much for uh joining us here on inspired choices network uh, just in case you don't know, my name is Ranchal. The show here is Ignite Your Success with Ranchal. And I'm here every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Would love for you to come back and join me next week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchal. Ranchal returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. Ranchell returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central.